welcome, welcome, welcome to what will be the final episode of Dear Me Pendle Revisited. Um, Kenzie, it's been a, a fantastic uh, little trip down memory lane doing these. Um, how have you found it? Oh, mate, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've laughed and everyone else has laughed around us and, you know, I've dedicated myself to the podcast as well, especially like when I was off back at work now. But um, no, it's, it's been brilliant and... Um, I can't believe we're sort of 15 episodes, quite a few two-parters. You know, we're probably up to sort of 20 plus episodes we've done of this. And um, yeah, no, nah, it's been brilliant. And um, I can't wait to see what happens off the back of this. Yeah, it's been it's been a fantastic ride doing it. You're, you know, your prep work, to be fair, Kenzie, has been unbelievable. I've I've relied a little bit more on, probably on my memory and uh, at the time and gone try to go a bit more spontaneous at, uh, on a few times. But yeah. Uh, no, it's been it's been such a laugh doing it, and great seeing all the all the responses sort of thing that have uh, that have come from it. It's been exactly what we wanted it really. I think in that respect. Yeah, and um, obviously this episode we've we've had all the boys say, you know, when you're chatting to Paul, you got to get Paul on. You got to get Paul on. Um, and I think we knew a couple of episodes in, we always was going to have Paul to uh, to see us out. Right, what starts off? I think he's not a wanker. He's not a wanker <laughs> at all. And, uh, but uh, no, he's he's an absolute, you know, just an absolute legend. He was, you know, in terms of you look at some of the other clowns who managed in the uh, in the Basin District Sunday League, whether they be, you know, banged up for drug dealing uh, or you know doing all sorts, you know, fucking the knobhead in the chicken head at bath, in the chicken head at basketball who was fucking abusing me. Was it Ian the hairdresser over that way as well? Yeah. There was. There was a few uh, odd characters sort of thing, but uh, no, we absolutely lucked out at Pendle having, uh, having Paulie Spencer. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's nice when you come and play Sunday League to see, it's nice to sort of have a gentleman running a team rather than just one of the boys, if you like, and it's sort of, you see it as that sort of like Sir Alex Ferguson role that we all had to sort of look up to and sort of, um, you know behave around and always listened to and always respected and I think that's what gave Pendle that sort of bit of difference if you like on a Sunday yeah he was uh, Alex Ferguson I'm sure he'd probably see himself a bit more as a Harry Redknapp sort of thing, <laughs> a bit more of a wheeler dealer um, certainly could see him hanging out out the car window um, you know driving out of training um, yeah. driving out of, out of the car park at Holy Cross yeah. looking for another signing yeah. Pete's just, just rung me he's got someone yeah. <laughs> Chaz and Dave have just turned up for big yeah. signings but, yeah. uh, but but I suppose before we start this episode with um, Paul Rye what's been your favourite episode to first of all record and and secondly um, how you found it listening back like what's been your favourite episodes I mean, I think in terms of, you know, and I think in terms of certainly feedback we've had from people, the uh, the Nights Out episodes definitely yeah. definitely struck a chord with a lot of people uh, yeah. in terms of, you know, because that was what we were about, wasn't yeah. it? A lot of the time it was, you know, that was the Pendle, like we said, the Pendle family, it was Nights Out, it was having a laugh and fucking some of the stories that came from that were, were fantastic and that was a real good crack to do. Enjoyed the goalkeepers one for for obvious obvious reasons. It was a little chance to uh, to talk about my uh, my position probably for probably not for my whole time at Pendle, but for probably half of the time at Pendle, or certainly the main maybe maybe what we see is the main period sort of thing. But um, yeah, so I think maybe that would probably be my, my favourite too. If I had to say a, a least favourite, it was uh, 
it was there was definitely a few few technical glitches in the early episodes which yeah. were a bit of a bastard to edit I will say that <laughs> yeah. but, uh, what about yourself yeah nights out because you know a lot of what we talked about we was heavily involved in and, and you know you, you can't argue with that and I love telling the stories, you know, of like the stumble stories or the, you know the Rob stories. I, I just absolutely crack me up. Um, I got to admit, it was it was nice having my dad and Rob on for that episode, and you know I knew what was coming like with prepping with my dad, and you know Rob he's just fucking funny, and a lot of people like the family and friends and, and the girls and that they listened to that because obviously like my dad and Rob was coming on. And I loved seeing Dan last yeah. week. Absolutely superb. And and this, you know, being in... Um, Just him, him answering the door in his, uh, mm. you know, on a, on a sunny Friday evening. Yeah. Him coming to the door with just flip-flop shorts and no top on. It was, <laughs> it was comforting, if, like, if nothing else, wasn't it? Yeah, and... Um, I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm, I'm proud that we're, we're here and we're on our last episode with... Um, the gaffer so um should we get him on yeah i think it's uh i think it's about time for the uh for the man himself it's the man the myth the legend paulie spencer <laughs> how are you mate i think you must be talking about someone else <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no it's uh, i mean i've listened to podcasts all the way through i've thoroughly enjoyed it didn't quite bring a tear to me eye but you know i'm i'm quite honored to be asked to come on and do it to be fair yeah, I mean, Paul, lovely to see you, mate. And it's you know, it's been a been a couple of years since probably we last time we see each other, and um, now we're here. It feels like the, there's nothing never been away, never been away. and um, it's it is a bit it's, it's slightly bit emotional sitting here talking about it, right? And uh, no, I just I just feel like wow, what a how did we see that same crowd and yourself week in week out for nigh on ten years mm. getting on. And then all of a sudden, life happens and it, and it stops. And, you know, the, the league, we said we, the league sort of went downhill. Um, the team sort of slightly, everyone found their own paths and that. And um, But no, but we're, we're back here and, and we're cracking on with a podcast. So, Paul, we'll take us back. First time you heard about the podcast on Facebook. Tell us what you thought. <laughs> well, I... I didn't realise it was uh, starting. It was Lisa who told me. And I said, oh, that'd be interesting. I might tune into that. Like, you know. And once I got into the first couple of episodes, I sort of got hooked on it a bit. Like, and I, I just wanted to know if, it, if anything was going to be said about me uh, and you know how it was going to sort of plan out. So, yeah, no, I, I thought it was excellent. And it did bring back a lot of memories for me, I must admit. Some that I'd more or less forgotten about to be honest yeah uh, definitely what's been your favourite episode so far the cup final yeah because I weren't there <laughs> so you heard and, and I learnt about things at the cup final that I, I, I wasn't even aware of until I listened to it yeah because yeah. obviously I by the time know. you're back we've, we've, we've celebrated and we've, we've yeah. talked about just the win yeah. haven't we mm. and that's probably the, the longest 90 minutes <laughs> I've ever I was probably on the beach Waiting for Dan to ring me yeah. to tell me what the score was. Yeah. So you did know. we all 
we spoke about this, didn't we? Ring you in the changing rooms, all the team at once. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you did. Excellent. Yeah, and, and like it's it's a horrible feeling that I mean it was we I think we had a little while when we had that team app, didn't we? That we used mm. for 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 maybe a season sort yeah. of thing. And but even then, you needed. I think that was after we were, you know, we um after the cup final sort of thing, we'd started using it maybe. But it was, you know, it's it's a horrible. You know, it's almost like going, you know, probably going back to the. To the dark, you know, certainly from our point of view, the dark ages of the seventies and eighties. If you were trying to find out a football result and you, you, you can't find it out if you've got no one there to uh, to get hold of you, yeah. it's sort of uh, it's horrible. Yeah. I've, you know, I've known it sort of at cricket as well when you're just sort of sitting waiting to try and find out a result. You're scrolling through, you know, and it's it's a lot easier nowadays to try and get that result a bit quicker. But um, yeah, no, I imagine that was a, a tense uh, a tense Sunday morning for you. Yeah. The, the problem was. That I knew that if we won the semi-final, there was a chance, but I did that, they hadn't given us the correct dates for when mm. they were going to do it. And of course, then, when we won, we beat Maryland's. Mm. Um, I didn't tell you then, did I? I can't remember. I don't no, know, because I was still waiting, and then when I went to the meeting, and they'd given out the game, I think it was the 24th of April or something like yeah. that, I, I do remember it quite yeah. vividly. And I thought, and that's when I said to you, I ain't got a beer. Yeah, I remember, and I was, I just was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but um, it's nice, you know. You ask a lot of people, the cup final probably wouldn't be a lot of people's favourite episode. Yeah, mm. fantastic. Obviously, Jack come on and that, but it's nice to hear you say that as your favourite episode because you've heard so much yeah. through the day. And again, that sort of this is why we've done it, like things like that. But um, we'll talk about the cup final a bit more detail mm. later on. Um, so what you? What's been keeping you busy post Pendle? I've just been going to watch Dan play with the vets. With <laughs> a fan? Yeah, I mean, I don't get involved. I'll just go over, watch the game. Go, we used to go down the old in the wall and have a drink, but we go over to Jolly now because yeah. they, they played over on the Friday. So it's a doddle for me. I'll just yeah, go up. Mm. So I've just been doing that, really, you know, just watching Dan play and mm. going away. And have you missed? Have you missed getting involved in the cut and thrust of, uh, of football management? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, because Dan's boss, Pete, now... Not both. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, there's games where we've been at, and, and they, they've probably been sort of like a goal down or something, and he, he's saying, he'll come up and say something to me like, um, oh, do you reckon if I put so-and-so on, it might sort of... And I said, well, yeah, but you might you might want to put him on, you know, and then I'm sort of involved in it yeah, again, yeah, like, yeah. you know, but I don't really yeah. want to be involved. No. But I'm happy to go and watch him play. I mean, when I first got, went to watch him play, it was like, I don't know, a team of beer bellies just running. None of their shirts actually covered, <laughs> the, well, apart from Dan and a few, that's a bit of an exaggeration. But, <laughs> but it, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I, why am I coming over here on, <laughs> on a Sunday morning to watch this? But, it's progressively improved the team, and they, you know, they're they're not a bad side now. To be fair, yeah. When we was um, just briefing you on this episode, you said you didn't miss it until you started listening to yeah. the memories. So um, take us back, like what what do you miss? Um, what was easy about managing in Sunday League and, and Pendle, and, and what was hard about being a manager in Sunday League? I don't really well. I didn't like going to the meetings for a start because they used to really piss me off. Because they were a bunch of knobheads, basically. <laughs> you know. um, 
but it's probably the best group of lads I've ever managed. Uh, you know, I'm not just saying that because you're here, but I, I've managed. I've always had a good squad of players. Always, you know, right from when Dan was playing at under eights, he had some really good. Yeah, you know, Maisie used to play uh, the mass mass You know, and uh, I've never had to struggle with players until I came to Pendle. You know, and uh, I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but Pete started Pendle. I call him Mr. Pendle. <laughs> Pete started Pendle with, he had two sons, um, I think it was Lawrence and Dan, and they were just having a kickback out of the field and they decided to get a team together, basically from more or less all coming free in school. Yeah. And then be, and, and Stephen Harris, who used to play for me um, up till about under 14s, I think it was, um, he was a manager. And so I hadn't been doing anything. Since I packed up from then, when they, when they were in the uh, seniors, I haven't been doing anything. And then one day I had a knock at the door, and Paul Mays and Richard Goodwin said, "Oh, Stephen Harris can't do run the team anymore. Would you do it?" I said, so, oh. so did you know you didn't know Boovey beforehand? No, 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 never met. I knew I knew most of the boys that played for Pendle right, okay. because they all went to Dan School right. and they all lived local. But no, it, you know, they knocked on the door and said, would you run the team? Because Stephen, he, he's got work Sundays, can't do it. And I said, oh, no, I don't really want to get involved. I've been out of it for about seven or eight years. I don't really want to get involved, to be honest. Mm. They said, well, think about it. And then they they asked me again. I said, all right, I, I, all right I'll, I'll do it. And I was only going to really do it until someone else probably come along and said, yeah, we'll do it. I said, yeah, mm. good luck to you, like, you know. So that must have been about, about 2001, because they started in 97. Um, and I tell you, within about a season and a half, they all left. <laughs> I think Dan was last man standing. And I think, these, these people have asked me to come run this team. Yeah. And, uh, so what, they gone to another team? Or got, just, no, they no. all, for whatever reason, Families they all just and... went their own way, you know. I don't know whether it was because Stephen decided he didn't, didn't want to run it anymore and Pete's two boys left and gradually it all... And then I was virtually... It was me, Dan, Pete, Buzz and Richard. What more do you need? That was about it, you know. So... <laughs> I thought to myself, oh Christ, well, I've, and I thought to myself, oh, I was going to fold anyway, so yeah, yeah. what deal? Um, then there was a big, was there a big Pete Booth recruitment drive? No, nah, well, Pete used to ask anybody and everybody, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like we were saying the other week, if Pete saw someone with a pair of trainers on and he looked like he could walk, then he was a potential <laughs> signing. <wasn't laughs> you know? so, yeah. so Pete starts get, bringing these boys in, and we had a little training session, and oh, they were shocking. Yeah. I've never had anybody that couldn't kick a ball straight. And he, and he brought this up. He said, oh, this is Gary. He's a goalkeeper. I said, OK, fair enough. So I said, well, if you can go, let's see what you can do. Like, and people were kicking the ball at him, and he's standing there like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> and if the ball hit him, it was a save. <laughs> Anywhere else, and it went in. Like, you know. I said, oh, Pete, I said, I can't. And he, had, and he had one of a few hours anyway, to cut a long story short, I can't, I, I can't do it, Pete, I really can't. I said <laughs> this. And then what happened was we had, a cup, we had a cup match against Ford's Fiat, 
you know, over the New Holland place. Mm. And a lot of my old boys that used to play for me when I used to run Cranes Farm, um, they were playing for Fiat and we lost 22-1. And I said, oh, I said, no, Pete, that's me a lot. I said, I'm finished now. And that was it, as far as I was. And then all of a sudden, Pete starts ringing me up because you know what Boopy's like. He can't take no for an answer, can he? You know, yeah. he rings me up. He says, "Oh, I've got, I've got a load of new players for you." I said, "Yeah, but what, Pete? What are they like?" And he said, "Oh, he's little. little uh, I'll arrange. We'll have a little session." And uh, went over, and they still weren't that great. But then managed to get hold of this guy named Lee Barnett, who knew some boys on Canvey. And they, they, he brought them in, and, and I thought, I said, well, this, this, this is looking reasonable, like, you know, not too bad. And then a couple of blokes that Pete knew, this is all before your time, obviously, mm-hmm. a couple of blokes that Pete knew, Steve and Stuart, they were like, they had their own business. And they said, um, well, we'll see if we can get a few boys over, we're going to give you £50 for man of the match. I said, what, 50 quid? <laughs> so he said, yeah, he said, but me and Stu are going to come to all the games and we'll decide who man of the match is. I said, OK, fair enough. <laughs> all of a sudden, people want to start playing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 50 quid, man of the match, just for an hour and a half oh. run around. He brought these two lads from Canvey and they were really good. They were shit hot. And uh, they, they could have won it between them every week. Mm. And then... That sort of gradually started to sort of wane a bit, like, you know, the novelty started wearing off, they stopped paying the 50 quid. I bet they did. And what <laughs> year would have that been around? That, oh Christ, it wouldn't have been long after. Like 304 sort of thing, I suppose. Yeah, it could have been round about then, because Dan had gone. Yeah. It might have even been, been about 2005. Right. And uh, I, think he, I think Dan had gone. If not, it would have been just off. Anyway... Uh, this Steve Slaughter said, don't worry, he said, I'll get you some players, I'll get you some good players. So I said, all oh, right, okay. I said, where'd they all come from? He said, Camden Town. <laughs> I said, how are they going to get up there? Pete said, I'll go and pick them up in the van. <laughs> so I said, well, I've got to get them all registered. So he said, yeah, that ain't a problem. He said, I guarantee. I said, well, say they don't want to play. He said, I'll sack them. <laughs> <laughs> So, I said, OK, so we had this training session, and Pete, it was on the Sunday, it was pre-season, obviously, and Pete turns up and it, in his white van, and all of a sudden, seven or eight guys all fold out this van. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what, what's going to happen? And none of them really had a surname. I'm saying, oh, yeah, what's your name, mate? Uh, Thompson, you know, <laughs> Johnny. Uh, one of them was called Amorous. <laughs> I'll get onto that in a minute. And uh, oh, to name but a few, to be honest. I mean, and uh, anyway, I'm, they're having a kick about. They had no concept of team play, though. Give them, a, yeah, they more or less all wanted a ball each, right. you know. Anyway, we we started playing, and uh, and as as the season started, a few more wanted to join in. <laughs> and well. This guy turned up one day. Apparently, it was a Bermudian international, <laughs> right? And I said I can't play him. I said because he's not registered. So Pete said, "We'll put him on the second half." So I put him on the second half. Scored that trick. <laughs> the manager of the other team come up to me this time. He said he's a ringer. I said, "It's not." 
I said, look, here's all the there's all the pictures. I said, if you can pick him out, if you can pick any of them out from those pictures, I was good luck to you. And he looked at the pictures, flicked through, he went, oh, don't bother, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, so we've had an international player for Pendle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's that. It don't end there because when this guy Lee Barnett came to play for us, he said, um, I'll bring me mate Lars over. I said, Lars, who's Lars? He said, oh, he's Swedish. I said, no, you're having a laugh, <laughs> you? I said, how old is he? He said, he's 36. Which then, I mean, most of these guys were like early 20s. I said, all right, bring him over. We had a charity match. Or it might have been one like a little competition. I said, well, where's this large bloke? He said, uh, oh, he'll be here in a minute. Oh, okay, fair enough. Then all of a sudden, this, this Ferrari has pulled into the car park. I'm just trying to think where it was now. He's pulled into the car park. And this big blonde geezer has got out and he's come walking over and he was a centre-back and he was like the old-style centre-back, you know. He, he, he didn't play the ball out. If it come near him, he whacked it and it went. But he was good in the air, you know. And I had a little chat with him after the game and I said, um, I, if you want to sign, I need your date of birth, like. And he's given me the date of birth. I said, no, nah. nah, that makes you 56, mate. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, I'm 50. I said, Barnett told me he was 36. <laughs> He said, no, I'm 56. So I said, no. But he didn't look bad, so I thought, I, you know, I was struggling, so I signed him, and he was okay. He said, I might bring me mate. He said, one of my best mates, he said, I might bring me mate over if, if he wants to have a kick about that. So I said, oh, all right, okay. Henningberg. <laughs> I, said, I said to Barney, you're having a laugh, and you? I said, it's a wind-up, isn't it? He said, no, he said, these best mates are Henningberg. <laughs> Champions League winner. But he... But, to be honest, he never turned up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I didn't have to worry about sort of bowing or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but, so, but, oh, how did it come about the transition into sort of working with Dom? Oh, that was another story. <laughs> Pete knew Dom and, and Roger. And he brought them in, and I'm thinking to myself, this this was another phase, like, you know, because there was so many phases. I never had so many phases in my life. <laughs> and uh, he brought Dom over, and uh, he said, no, this is Dom. And uh, I think, was that, was that, was Dom, that was just before you, though, Dom? Yeah, it? so Dom would have been there, is I'm, he I'm with, guessing he might have been the, the year or The big tall blonde fella that was crap. Big Rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who thought he was Gascoigne, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> or, or if you needed a goalkeeper, yeah, he, tribal, was, he was Peter Bonetti or something, yeah. wasn't he, you know? And Aaron, was it Aaron? Yeah, yeah, Big Rich and Aaron, yeah. yeah. Or as I like to call him, Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, and, and, and he brought, obviously brought Dom in, and then Dom brought a couple of other guys in, a couple of brothers, I can't remember what their names were now. Well, oh, what, um, what, Kenny? Or yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny had those scars down his face, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and yeah. his brother, I can't remember, I can't remember his brother's name. And, and Jerome. Uh, Jerome, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerome. Now, I like Jerome. Well, yeah, Kenny yeah. was a nice guy. I mean, to be honest, I've never had... I think I've only had one guy in all the time around Pendle, he spat at someone when we was playing over um, yeah. Whitmore Park. Mm. And he got about a 107-day ban and a 60-quid fine. I thought you were going to say Ricky Shepherd. No, and I said, <laughs> and I said to him, yeah. like, I don't want you back. Yeah, I, I know we've back, had oh, some discipline issues, but actually no one's no, been horrible, have no. they, really? No. I mean, even when Jim got sent off that time, he, he was in inconsolable, Jim, mm. when he got sent off. And I put my arm around and said, 
Jim, I'd have done exactly the same thing as you done, mate. I yeah. said, because that was bang out of order. Yeah. You know, and like what you said the other week about the three guys getting sent off when Blakey sent them off in that, <laughs> yeah. in that match. You know, that was just... Yeah, that was just, just Blakey, wasn't it? Yeah. So how did it, you and Dom work together? Dom done training? How did that come about? Dom, Dom did the training. Well, if you can call it training. Dom did <laughs> yeah. the training. Um, and then Tom come over. Mm. And because uh, Pete obviously lived next door, door yeah, to Tom, so he he brought Tom him was over. Working with him when he had That's time, right, yeah. And um, we was getting we was getting back to where we were, not great because the, the the original Pendle team was a fair team, like you know they had some fair they had some fair decent players, but that little spell in between when we had a load of old crap, you know, we was starting to sort of, you know, I said to Pete we might have sort of like a good team here yeah? uh, but then what happened was the boys they they got fed up in the end because they weren't even paying subs Steve Slaughter was paying all their subs he was he was waiting there 35 quid a week um, just for him to come and play for us right. you know but no Dom, Dom was okay he was alright <laughs> I used to liken him to a wildebeest <laughs> when he was tackled he went down like a wildebeest his sort of legs sort of give <laughs> way and he ended up sort of like yeah. head on the dirt like you know so when, when we joined Dom looked like sort of the man in the middle he looked like the man in control yeah. we didn't meet you he did all the training he the did season was yeah. about to start pretty much yeah um, I mean can I just I will be honest Reese. when Tom brought you and Lucio over and you had Lucio with the old Cruyff turn and all that <laughs> yeah. sort of thing I think to myself this ain't a bad player this guy <laughs> I wasn't too sure about you no and I think at the beginning yeah. I was playing Lucio and I think you were sub weren't you yeah I think because what, what happens is generally I'm probably a bit more shy when it comes laid to back. laid back yeah. and so Ryan probably um, hang on let's not just let's get around here I was the better footballer I think that's what you're saying that's what you're saying <laughs> to be right. honest I did because it, watch, just in training I know you can't really gauge it in training but, but just in training I'm thinking to myself well, he's, you know, he's got good skill he's got yeah. good control because uh, I think me and Owen were, we, uh, we've said before, we struggled to get you to to sign us. Yeah. And you, I think you signed Ryan and maybe Rob. Rob? Rob? Like, on the, well, Rob was the same sort of season. What, you before actually, you? Yeah, you yeah, signed yeah, Ryan yeah, Rob. Me and Rob came over the first training session yeah. and then Kenzie and Owen came over just yeah. the, maybe one or two sessions after. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the story goes, you, you first brought me and Owen on a sub one match and... Um, I think he, he scored two goals and I set him up for one of his goals and then I had to fill in at left back pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Remember that? And I think yeah. it changed that's, it all changed from there. Yeah. And if you go back one of the episodes, I think, when I said oh, probably our first episode actually, I said I didn't want to come over as a left back because I'd played that all my life. Yeah. And actually you quickly find yeah. where your natural ability is and uh Yeah. But yeah, um going back to that sort of era you said about Dom training, how did a lot of the boys have said, how did the Pendle famous kit come about? You know, the Navy with the lion pipe. And who picked it? How did it come about? <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, the original kit for Pendle was like orange with stars all up. This remember was, that one? Yeah, this was, Pete, one. This was Pete's yeah. choice, right? And um, then we managed to get a few bob in the club and uh, we got this green kit. I, I think it was. It must have been on a special, you know. Like sometimes you get Pendle or one of these companies saying yeah. like, "This is like old stock." Yeah. I said to Pete, oh, well, I think it was about hundred and fifty quid." 
with the blue with the lime green. I thought, that ain't bad. And I showed a few of them in it. said, yeah, that'd be all right. Like, <laughs> they, they didn't have much say in it, really. No. And, and to be honest, uh, I, <laughs> the, the blue, the, I liked the red kit because there weren't a lot of teams about with that, mm. but the blue kit was nice. Yeah. Blue kit was nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we just briefly spoke about it. So the class of Bazardon, as we keep calling it, arrived. Um, yeah. You know, you and the rest of the boys, we have to thank Tom highly for that. Oh, yeah. um, and like I said, for me, it was quite hard to, well, how do, how do we sort of get signing? You know, blah, blah, blah. Ryan might have sort of like been a bit more chatty as himself is, sort of got himself into playing. Like we just said, me and Owen were a little bit more reserved. Um, so us lot come over. What changes for you, sort of thing? How do you well, see Well, for things? a start, people could actually play football. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they look, and it looked like I could actually make a team out of these lads because they all, you all more or less knew one another, didn't you? Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I think when you first came, Luce, you, you started with centre back, if I remember rightly, did you? So, so uh, yeah, my, that first season probably had centre back and right back a lot. Yeah, centre back and then right back, yeah. And I thought, and I'm sort of starting to think, where can these boys mm. sort of play? Yeah. And I always knew Dan would probably play centre mid because he'd always play centre mid mm. every team that I run. You know, and I, I liken Dan to a midfield Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> He'd take he, that. He never yeah. had any pace, but he used to think, even now when he plays for the vets, yeah. he's always talking to people and he's calling them and he, he plays a simple ball. He keeps mm. it simple. He doesn't, nothing clever, he just keeps and it simple. And that's why Dan come top of anyone you ask, one of the blokes they love playing with. That is, you know, especially younger chaps. It's always nice yeah. to see Dan or, or even when Burge come over, you know, Dave, Vinny. It's always nice to go. Oh, we've got an older chap who knows what he's doing here. You mm. felt a little bit more secure, didn't you, when yeah. playing around these sort of guys? So we started slotting in. Um, you obviously you were trying to build a team, build a picture of what's going on, and like I just said, I quickly had to fill in at left back, and that sort of worked for for a long while for us, and. Um, like Ry, you just said you played sort of right back, centre back, and we we started forming like a decent sort of at least starting eleven between a lot of us. Then you get the likes of um, Rick and Jim. Obviously, they're slotting in amongst. You're still building, still building. Then Bosch, you get Holbridge boys come over. Obviously, Roycey and Ben first. Yeah. And who was Ricky's mate? Um, played out in the wing. Dougie. Ducky, that's yeah. it. Duckworth, that's it. Yeah. So you're you're building a squad of sort of younger players now. Yeah. So the whole bridge lot come in. Then what you're thinking now? What what's what you seeing? Thinking this is this is quality. Mm. You know, I mean, I already had good players, and I knew I had good players. Yeah. And then when these these whole bridge guys started coming in, I'm thinking, God dear me, I'm going to struggle. Mm. Who, who am I going to leave out? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think remembering back, I think you. You like to rotate, you like to be a bit fairer to the boys as a team, as much as you probably, everyone wants to play their, their best team, but when everyone's yeah. coming over and paying their money, you've got to try and rotate. Yeah. Is that how you sort of saw I've it? I've always done it though. Well, there, yeah. was, there was one instance, I'll bring it up now, that you didn't, that, you, that didn't happen, which was when there was no ref over Essex Royals <laughs> at that time, and I've ref the first half, as as the better, best, probably the best player in this room, as you've just stated at the time, I was, I was a good footballer then. And I've, I've, I've said, I'll, I'll do the deep pull, I'll ref the first half. And then I'm sub, I can't remember if I'd been named sub and then said I'd do ref, but I think I've, I'd like to think yeah. I said, look, I'll ref the first half. 
then the second half it's the tight nil nil game and I'm on the side but I'm thinking he's like I'll do, you know I'll see if I can get you on and I'm thinking and then I think at one point I was like okay it's yeah it's tight it's five minutes to go no there was still like twenty five minutes to go and I still I'm still not getting didn't get a game what was you thinking there Paul <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit of the old Capello with Jimmy Bullard I'm trying to do the stretches behind I probably thought you were still out there refing. <laughs> The game was under such oh, control. I have to apologise no for that, yeah. but but by and large, I'd always try to get, you know, if someone comes over, and it's a, it, it's a, it's a team game, I'd always try and get somebody on most of the time. Yeah, and I think that was where you know that's that is the balance you've got to get yeah. with amateur yeah. amateur sport generally. Sort of thing. It's the same mm. with cricket. You know, you mm. and yeah. always the same. Where you we're trying to get. You're trying to give people the game, sort of thing. There's a, there becomes a level where it tips over, I think, a little mm, bit, yeah. and you have to go the other way and go right. No, we now need to pick our best team because we're trying to win and we're trying to do this. Yeah, that, that was and the probably other. from 2013, 14 onwards. We was a bit like right, hang about. We're we're pretty good team in this league. Yeah, now. we're yeah. sort of we're trying to win the Premier. Yeah, first half of our decade, probably. Yeah, let's just rotate. It's probably yeah. fair. We needed to rotate the goalkeepers, didn't we? That year yeah. or two, that was a big thing. Yeah. Anyway, which. You know, if it's my week, then obviously someone's filling in on the left. You know, you're with it, and that naturally was a natural um, rotation, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I think that's the fairest thing to do. And maybe you might use your head and think, "Aye, aye." And I, I remember thinking it. Say, like for example, Southfields. Well, we know they're a big team. He might not be the best player, but let's get Dell in for Southfields because mm-hmm. he's he's big boy. You know, and he can put it. Yeah, in there, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're playing Maryland today, right? Let's rotate. Let's think that game's coming up. We probably need our best eleven. Yeah, who's going to be firing? Who's going to be not hungover? We're playing Maryland. You know, so yeah. you do have to sort of uh, manipulate it a bit, I suppose. I think it it went from being putting eleven boys out on the park and then sort of like rotating the subs mm. and there to start thinking about games mm. and who you're playing and saying like like we'll play this way or we're gonna you know we might play we start off at four at the back we might switch to three if we have to you know you start yeah. thinking about yeah. what, what you can you know what you're gonna do because you knew that you had a group of guys mm. that most of them could more or less play anywhere yeah whereas our first year it'd be turn up four four two am I playing lovely and, and that was it whereas yeah. later on we we developed big time didn't yeah. we um, what, what I liked about it as well was if I said to somebody that I'm your sub this week, there was no there was no sort of like dissent or sort of like moaning yeah. about it, you know, and they knew they'd probably get on yeah, in the second when half. When you're sub, you normally feel like you're getting on at some point because if you're winning, you're going to go on. Oh, yeah, teams winning. Definitely. If it's tight, a bit difficult, but then if it's tight, Sunday league, well, why not? Maybe not changing defenders, but why not anywhere else yeah. on the pitch, I suppose. Um, but yeah, then then the squad evolved that little bit more. We had some key signings along the way, mm. but then we had like the wave of Holbridge youngsters come through. Um, and that's when, you know, you got three, four people on the bench for a season or two. Probably when we was at our best, you know, that 14 season when we won the cup. Maybe into the next season... You know, we had some some talented boys, and, and people wanted to sign, and even like people from other teams were getting attracted to Pendle. And there yeah. was a few times where we we got close to signing some big Sunday League names, and yeah. and that just showed our evolution. Well, how far we'd come? Yeah, and it's absolutely, you know, and we stayed in the league. There was other teams that dropped and folded, but the same players were playing together for a new name. But we yeah. all stuck together. Um, 
we were the constant, weren't we? Mm, when you look at yeah. when you look at the, from the the league from when we started, when we started, but you know, and you think back to you know, it, it, and it even predated us by sort of ten years. Mm. But you think from when we played to when we finished, there wouldn't have been many out of the what say twenty five, thirty teams that were in the Basin District Sunday League, yeah. even like throughout the whole all the divisions. Yeah. There weren't many other teams, you know. I you think, think the, recon disappeared, you know, and it, whether they disappeared completely or whether they mm. went for the the big money move into yeah. the Scepter League. Sort yeah. of thing, the, only, they, the only other club that stayed in the Basin Sunday League right the way through wasn't it Armada. Armada, mm. yeah. They that. they were more or less yeah. right the way. Why through banks with were us. there until near enough the, the end, end, and then yeah. they just sort of mm. dropped off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But then you know you think your, your fusions. You were Teros, your Pitsies, who sort of all jumped in and out. Yeah. Mm. You know, then you had, you, you know, Ma- Maryland sort of came in and then went. You know, it's sort of Regal. Mm. You know, all of them. I think that was that was what sort of more or less just made me decide that I was going to jack it in. To be honest, yeah. you know, when you ended up with five teams in a division in the Premier it, Division, that was that was what was, always done me. It was shocking. Now, I'd always been used to having like ten, twelve teams yeah. per division. And you weren't playing one another every third week or something like yeah, that. And got I a bit thought, boring, so I, then, I, I really yeah. don't. I really don't want to do it. And there was no sign that the league was going to improve. Nah. There was pe- there was clubs dropping out left, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, and then keeping the money as it was, or even putting the money up for pitches and things like that. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. But um, going to talk about a bit of the AGM insight and a bit about you know running the club from money and stuff point of view a little yeah. bit later but going back to the the squads um who are some of your your biggest and your favorite key signings through the years well <clears throat> i think jack and billy obviously were key signings for us i think i think they just changed the, yeah, the landscape it, it was a they? different it was a different type of game uh, i mean ricky was a a big signing for us at the time because yeah. he was like the old type centre forward, a real yeah. sort of bustling, and he could hit a ball from virtually yeah. anywhere, you know. So you want about you know about Rick in terms of you know discipline and stuff like that, but he he was a finisher, he was a goal scorer. Oh, he just scored good, yeah. good, good, and he could score every type of goal, mm. yeah. sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Ball over the yeah. top, running through, dribble, yeah. score from range, great in the air, penalties for yeah. you know he could he could score every type yeah. of goal. And he, he's one of them we spoke about before. One of them blokes we wished had played more and was was you know in the right place oh, to definitely. play more. Definitely. Could, could you imagine like having him on form in them years with mm. you know on form Jack Bill Royce like yeah, up top? Like, yeah. it, none of them boys in Maryland would have put up with him or, no. or whatever. They wouldn't have been out um, Fusion and that he would have knocked them about a bit and stuff like that. I mean that is well a talent that we could have done with. Big time, mm. I mean, yeah. for Sunday league. And even, and Tom was a key signing for me. Yeah. Because obviously, without Tom, mm. I I would have probably just jacked it in. Yeah. Yeah. And and to be fair, you know, Tom was the you know essentially you know you don't know what happens with with the other things, but Tom, you know, brought me he brought me you and and. Rob and Owen in, mm. and then well actually we get a little bit better, better. So the team gets a bit better. So then Ducky mentions it to yeah. Jim. Yeah. Then so Jim goes actually yeah. we've got a little team here, Royce and that come along and it all sort of stemmed and from and that. Just went from there. So you, you could argue then that if you looked at everyone, yeah, key signings on the field ability, but maybe the keyest was was Tom because Tom, of how he definitely. how he develop helped develop it going forward yeah. and um, you know 
one word to the right people. You know, you didn't know that at the time. You've got no. people coming over that A, could play. B, likes a bit more of a, a better outfit, if you like, a more sort of, let's organise it, mm. you know, help make it better. And like, you didn't know that at the time. And, no. and yeah, and then as we go through, you start... I, I remember once saying Pendle's probably the best-run club in the Basildon League. And, you know... A young Jack Stan thinks, can he be bothered? But actually, he's hearing such good stories every week. Yeah, I can be bothered. Mm. I, I stop playing for South End and come and play for Pendle. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's mental, isn't it? It says really? something, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's be fair. But um, yeah, I, I think personally, you know, you can't, as much as there was some key signings in stages, whether you could say us lot as a group, the Holbridge lot as a group, Billy on it, you know, Jack. Uh, Lance, whatever, Tom Malcolm, we were desperate for a partner for Ben yeah. at that point. You know, I think there's been some superb key signings through the years. Um, and and to be fair, they all come along at just the right time yeah. for us yeah. as well. You know, as one key signing, you know, yeah. left for whatever reason, mm. someone else come in. Yeah, and well, it was sort of as, yeah. as Rick went, Jack came in. Yeah. And yeah. Him, and then, you know, yeah. What was some of your... Uh, your best moments, Paul, like, you know, whether it's the boys scoring goals or, or, or the days, you know, talks about the favourite moments. Best moments? Oh, dear. Uh, well, I'll tell you, for a start, I used to enjoy going down the crane after the game. Yeah. I used to enjoy that down there because, I mean, it'd be, to be fair, not we know I never used to do it for any of the, any of the other teams we had, you know. You say, oh, we're going down so-and-so afterwards and you get back three or four turn up. Mm. You know. But, by and large, we used to get more or less the whole squad I used to like that and I used to like having the presentation down there yeah. as well because it was a bit more intimate weren't it yeah. you know? I know we used to do it outside if the weather was good but it was us wasn't yeah. it it weren't like having it in a big hall or a, you know one of these where you, you've got 18 teams in a club yeah. and they all so, you know, go up and get their bits and pieces whatever so I used to enjoy that yeah. um, obviously I had a decent squad so that that was a highlight for me as well, you know that actually I could have a recon cup game. Yes, <laughs> popped up a few times. You could never forget that game, if only for the fact that the linesman went last over two. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I can see, I had a pair of trainers, a pair of white trainers on, and I had a mustard coat that I used to wear. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it was, and I remember I was I was trying to keep up playing. I was just going to flag for off time, and I felt me, me one of my feet giving way. And of course, I just took off and went up there, <laughs> and then he flowered me back. And I remember this day; I still got the flag out in the air for offside. And, and when I got up, everyone was pissing themselves oh, yeah. laughing yeah. over the other side. My dad yeah. couldn't wait to tell but, yeah. that story. Oh dear, that that, um, that was. But that that brilliant. game, I remember that game as well. You you came up to me. In, in during the shootout and I think it was after the first the first penalty and you were like they're definitely going to go they've got they're definitely going to go this way I think I, I'd maybe gone gone the wrong way for the first penalty or something and then they went they're definitely going to go this way they've got to because it's so muddy it's gonna they're going to go this way they have to go this way so I was like well, I'll entertain you and I'll go that way for that one penalty and I did just gone the other way like I was like, uh-huh. like I'm not listening to Paul anymore or something <laughs> there was different, and I remember the Whoa. next player then came up I was like every time in the game he'd gone to he'd gone my to my left side he'd sort of been trying to bend it around that one so I knew he was going that way for that side and managed to save it but yeah no, it was a cracking game that one yeah, well, it's just as well you didn't take any notice of me because how many times did you hear me in the game when Jack's got the ball and he's running with a ball I'm going no 
no, don't shoot, no, and you hit it in the top corner. <laughs> I thought, oh, cross, I won't say anything anymore, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, mental, yeah. Cracking, uh, cracking game. Any other moments you've written down? Only with me and Tom. Sexual Whenever. moments, is that in the changing room? Well, I'm sure fancy, Tom fancied me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he cuddled me, he would start bollock naked. <laughs> and he used to rub himself up against me. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I didn't dislike it. But, <laughs> it's just but nice yeah. to be hugged, isn't it? Oh, he was terrible, Tom Welly. Every time I saw him, mm. he was all over me like a rash. <laughs> uh, perhaps he thought I'd pick, uh, you know, he'd be starting. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, that was, uh, that was uh, good. Tom's own goals, obviously. Yeah. Not that you, not that you enjoy them, but they used to make I, me they laugh. They were because they were. I mean, it was. It Some did of just them. have a, you know, just always like they've been on goal score. And you go, oh, so, and you go, oh, and it's Tom. Uh, so straight away there was almost a relief. You just go. Well, we're going to give him some shit about that, so that's going to be. Funny. I don't know how he scores some of them, though, Luke. You know, some of them were virtually at an impossible angle, and Tom somehow managed to get it in the goal. <laughs> well, when he when he first played, he was a striker, wasn't he? You think if he'd have shown some of that, he scored a lot. Of, of yeah, because I didn't have a I didn't have a forward, so I put Tom up front, and he scored quite a few goals because he was quite quick, though Tom wasn't yeah, he? You yeah. know, and uh, the level he was playing then, he scored a lot of goals for me, and a lot of goals against you. <laughs> in, yeah, it probably, it probably evened itself yeah. up over the seasons. Like, you know. We mentioned some of them funny moments because the, the changing room stuff. Well, we, oh dear. you know, just what we, I mean. What did you think about what's, what are these boys on? What well, are they doing? Who was it? Who's in the shower, <laughs> washing washing their hair? And every time they're in the oh, someone was standing on the other side pouring a shampoo on, and he's saying, I don't know what's out with this, but I can't seem to get rid of it. And it must have used a whole bottle on it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, don't. That was funny. Now, what did you think about the boys' relationships anyway, in terms of how sort of they fucked about with each other and how close they was and what you saw? Was it something that you were used to being a no. manager all the years, or was we a bit of a. No, Strange I think breeze. it was a, it was a one-off because most of the, <laughs> most of the guys that I used to manage um, didn't really mix outside the club. Mm. You know, they turn up for a game on Sunday. Uh, some of them might go down and have a beer. The rest just go. Oh, you know, I just used to send them a text. I don't even think I can't even remember if we trained during the week then. Um, and all you do is meet up on Sunday for a game of football, and then they go home. You know, and you see him next week, mm. and this is the first time that I had a group of guys that all got on really well, and all wanted to socialise together, which I thought was great. Yeah, and we, you know, we solid about and like the nights out and stuff yeah. like that. Now you didn't come on many of the nights out, but you definitely come on one of them, and that was the Christmas night. Oh, yes. So talk us through your, your oh. sort of outlook to the Christmas night out of <laughs> Chicago's. Well, I, did, I, I think I'd had a few there, though, that night. <laughs> yeah, we all did. <laughs> but, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know, I, I've got vivid memories of it. I know we had, I know it was a good night. Yeah. And uh, having listened to some of the others, I think I should have gone on one or two of the others as well. But, yeah, no, it was, it was something different for me. I, I'd never done anything like that before. We never even used to have get-togethers at Christmas when any of the other teams used to have. And so, 
You must have been down the one down the mall though, where we had the games night, was you? I can't remember you there though, if I'm honest. We had a presentation down the mall, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did a presentation, but we had we had the Christmas night where we played table tennis and all that. Yes, so yeah, we did. Yeah, because yeah. it so was up on the other other level, yeah, wasn't it? I couldn't yeah. remember if you yeah, were there. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. That, that, or that, that was a good night. At all. That was a brilliant yeah, night. That was a good absolutely night. Absolutely superb night. Because it weren't just, I mean, you had other things to take, like he had Paul up there yeah, as well, yeah, didn't he? And, and that, that was a good turnout. And uh, we had a buffet as well, didn't we? Yeah, was that? Was that your mum done that? She might have done it. I think yeah, your mum, yeah, your yeah. mum, I'm sure your yeah. mum done the buffet. Yeah, she I'm, might have done yeah, actually. Yeah, I think she did. Blimey. And I mean, that's digital, like, yeah. Fair, like, so no, that was a bloody yeah. good turnout, and we had obviously mm. girlfriends come up and all, and uh, that was that was good. Yeah. No. And that is again something that I wasn't really used to, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs>